Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full-on thriving. I decided to get high-pitched with that one. I am, as always, I'm pumped. I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped for today's episode. We are talking about having willpower when it feels tough because willpower really is a muscle that we exercise. It's something we we practice, we work on, we strengthen. And not just as like a whole muscle entirely, like imagine your body, right? There's different muscles. So maybe you're working out your arms or your legs. It's, it's different areas. So it's about having, you know, strengthening your willpower in, in specific areas, if you will. Now, today is an extra special treat because I am actually going to be reading um, a portion a little bit for you from my book, Back to Happy. And this is on the chapter that is, uh, it is called Wielding Willpower. <laughs> and in the, the section that I want to read to you is places that you might get stuck, because that's where, that's where it feels tough. You know, I mean, like, like we said, that's where it feels tough. But I want to kind of give you I mean, I'll read it to you, but it's going to just be a little something that you can use. Maybe you want to listen to it um, in the like those tough times. Maybe it's something you want to write down and remember to say for yourself. Maybe it's something you want to like buy the book and have it so you can highlight it and be able to read it whenever you need it. All those good things. So I want to read you this section of the book. I'm going to get on it and then we'll just chat a little bit afterwards. Um, Okay. Because it helps, you know? (laughs) All right. So it says, because I always start out with that. It says, this is what it says. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to start. Bear with me. (sighs) I'll be perfectly honest with you. Wielding willpower isn't a walk in the park. That's why I'm giving you the tools to apply over and over again so that you can be as prepared as possible to tackle this one. I love working these muscles, whether it's diet, work ethic, relationships, conquering fears, creating new habits, or even changing my handwriting to all uppercase when I was a kid. It's a challenge, a thrill, just like beating a video game. There's no denying though, you may get a little stuck here and there. So here are some situations that might be testing your willpower strength a little more than normal and a little something to say to get you through it. Pro tip, start all of these out with a big deep breath in and a long, slow breath out. Maybe even some eye shutting. Oh, and wrap it up with a big with the big beautiful bow that is your mantra. All right, so this, I'm just taking a second to kind of tell you, I'm gonna tell you the place that you'll get stuck and then follow it up with the thing to say in order to help. Okay, so the thing that can get you stuck, when life gets super busy or dramatic, here's the thing to say. No matter how busy or crazy life gets, I can always make time for me. 
If that means I need to say no to some other things, that's okay. I am in control of my willpower and how calm I stay. I am in control of me. Another place you might get stuck is when other people express doubt in you. And here's what you can say. Their doubt has absolutely nothing to do with what I am capable of. They may be doubting me because I have never given them a reason before to believe in the change I am making, or they may be projecting their own insecurities on me. They may even be worried for me, but I am in control of me, my willpower, and the confidence I have in what I am doing. Another place you might get stuck is when you are tired or hungry. I'm not kidding. This is a thing. (laughs) And what you would say is, okay, Right now, my body is telling me that I need to slow my roll a bit and allow myself to recharge. I am not able to work out my willpower to its fullest if I'm not taking care of myself physically as well as mentally. I am in control of allowing myself to feel better. Another place you can get stuck is when you second guess yourself. Here's what you can say. I know this might be new and not what I've always known or been used to, It's much easier to go back to the way things were, but I know I won't be as happy as I could, as I could be if I was, if I just keep moving forward. I am in control of making my life what I want it to be, and I'm fully capable of doing what I set my mind to. Another place you might get stuck, bear with me, there's only two more, is when temptations arise. Here's what you can say. Whoa. I know that looks really good right now, and I'm telling myself I could just go back to that this one time, but I know deep down that one time will probably lead to two, and then three, and then back to the way things were. I am stronger than that, and I am in control of saying no. Another place you might get stuck is when a big life event occurs. Here's what you can stay. Life isn't the same as it was before. But deep down, I still have the strength to hold true to who I am in this moment and what I am doing. I can cling to the way things were and hope nothing else changes, or I can choose to appreciate it for what it was, lift myself back up, and move forward. I am in control of moving forward. Knowing a sticky situation might arise and being prepared to get through it rather than prevent it is what separates the strong from the scared. All right, that's the section I wanted to read to you from my book, Back to Happy. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you dig it. Like I said, that's just a little snippet from a whole chapter on wielding willpower. And I will tell you really quick, let me, hold on, let me get, let me get in here, is that the the main chapters, there's just really four big chapters, and it's reflecting the real you, which is a lot of just self-love, right, And, and choosing who you are. Um, groundbreaking gratitude is the next one, wielding willpower, F, fear, and the whole shebang, which is how all of those chapters actually influence each other and work together. So I hope you check out the book. It's definitely, I'm, I'm still so very proud of it. You know, it's how to conquer life's hurdles and get back to happy. But (sighs) there may be moments where, you know, you're choosing who you want to be or reaching a goal, and it feels tough. But I want you to know it doesn't have to stay that way. And sometimes we have to just reach down and tap into that willpower and give ourselves that that strength, okay? 
And it is something that you exercise. It is something that you work on and improve over time. And so if it's like your first time really trying to tap into that willpower and you feel like it's not there, especially if, you know, things are feeling tough, just know that you, you just need to try again. You just need to keep practicing and keep at it. And that's something I tell my students all the time is, you know, repetition is key. Like that's where the magic happens. It's not by doing these big grandiose things. It's about the little things that compound over time and make a big transition. Um, And that big transition can happen in a short amount of time if you just keep at it and you keep, you know, repeating it and you keep practicing. And that goes for willpower when it comes to reaching a goal, right? When it comes to choosing who you want to be, when it comes to beating the bad, when it comes to changing your mindset or the way you think or the way you talk or the way you act, you know, if you're trying to be kinder or calmer, or more patient, any of that kind of stuff, it, it is just a practice of willpower. And just because you have some like dang good willpower in, in the work department and how you do things there doesn't mean you're going to have this overflow of like willpowers on points um, in your relationships and, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's why I'm saying it's, it's all muscles. It's like body muscles where you work individual muscles um, and like something can get strong, but like your arms can be like, boom, but your legs are like, ah. <laughs> so it's just a matter of, you know, putting in the effort really. And what I want you to know is that especially like if things feel tough, I'm, I'm, I'm all for getting support, um, reaching out when you need it and getting support from other people. But I want you to know you can also come in and be your own backup. You can be your own support. It's very empowering to be able to rely on yourself. And quite frankly, it really does build up a lot of self-love when you have that kind of trust and dependence on yourself. And not that you only depend on yourself, but you, you're a part of that support system. It's not just other people. You are one of the people, right? And you, you can be your own backup, your own cheerleader, your own coach. That's, that's, I mean, again, that's what I try to teach you here on the podcast, but it it is what I teach my students and in my program, Beat the Bad, is how to be their own coach, how to help themselves through things. And that's why I kind of wanted to give you that taste of the book where, It's things you can say to yourself because it is coaching yourself and talking to yourself and motivating yourself and recognizing what's going on, but also saying, this is what I choose. This is, you know, what I'm going to do. This is who I'm going to be. And willpower comes into play in a a lot of different areas in our lives. I mean, I know for me, it comes into play in, you know, communicating. It comes into play in my business, it comes into play in like the projects that I do, the hobbies that I do, the exercise that I do, being a mom, being a wife, like all the things, you know, even this is a random example, I know, but one of the things that I had to like really practice willpower on is when I chose to become a kinder person, because I used to be really cruel, really vulgar, really rude. Um, and a lot of people don't believe me when I say that, but it's true. I used to just not care. And it was because I was so wrapped up in my problems. I had no empathy for other people and how, what I did might make them feel. I only cared about me, quite frankly, because I was so in my head. I was so in my problems. And, um, 
And so when I made this like transition into being a kinder person, being more compassionate, uh, listening more, being more understanding, empathetic, you know, it was an exercise in willpower, in making choices and, and letting go of who I was um, in order to become who I am. And that it really does take willpower. And so the example that I want to give you is one of the things I had to become aware of and really step in and exercise, right, is like when I was on my own, it, it almost kind of felt easier. I was like, okay, I'm choosing to be kind. I'm choosing to be this person. Like I would be that way around strangers or around, you know, maybe like acquaintances or friends or even the people I was really close to, I spent a lot of time with, I could choose to be that person. But then when I found myself in situations where I was with an old friend or I was with a parent, I noticed that like I would start to act like that person again. I would start to get like really like vulgar. When I say vulgar, I mean like I made a lot of dirty jokes. I was pretty insensitive and um, and I would cuss a lot. So and I would just be kind of like loud and crazy and obnoxious. Now, given I'm still kind of loud and crazy and obnoxious, but it's toned down a lot. Um, but whenever I was around those people, I noticed I would go back to those patterns. Or even when I was around my parents, I would play small. I would act like I didn't know enough. And I would like be this like weird little girl again. I'm like, Meh. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> that's, that's what you do when you're little. You're like, <laughs> anyway, but I noticed those things were happening. And so I was very intentional. And this is where it did feel tougher. I was like, dang it. (laughs) Like, can't I just be that person around those people? And it was about being intentional. So the next time I was around an old friend or around a parent, it was about being intentional with being like, okay, like, let's not go back to that. Let's be who I'm choosing to be now. Let's be calmer. Let's be kinder. Let's be more understanding. Um, and not not play into who I was just because I was around someone who knew me as who I was. And I feel like that's the, that was the tricky part for me. So that was just kind of an example where it was this exercise in willpower. It was like, no, you can you got this. You can make this choice. I know, you know, you want to be like that, like that old version of Olivia <clears throat> around this friend, but you don't have to be. You don't have to choose that. You could be whatever, but like, I didn't want to choose that. And so it was just about being like, exercise that muscle. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be the new me. Uh. (laughs) If I did that in front of them, they probably would have laughed. I didn't, but that's how I'm feeling on the inside. I want you to know I am fist pumping as I do that. (laughs) Just to get the visual of Olivia on the sitting on the floor of her closet fist pumping as I'm like, I'm the new me. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) So you can have willpower even when it feels tough. It just might be a little awkward, a little bumpy at first, and then you'll get it. Then you'll get used to it and you'll get the hang of it. And I mean, it's just like, I mean, if we're going to go back to a workout analogy, it's just like getting in a piece of like exercise equipment or like, I just, I got a yoga swing. And at first it was like, I'm just moving my body. Like, I'm just going to see what happens. And now it's like, okay, I can do this pose and I can do this move and I can hold it and I can exercise. Or like, if you're in a machine, you figure out how the machine works. (laughs) And then you get into this pattern, you get into this 
rhythm and you and you begin to understand it and do it more intentionally where at first it's kind of like clunky and weird and you're like I'm just trying to figure life out (laughs) so yeah I hope this episode was helpful maybe made you giggle a little bit and I truly hope that um you go get back to happy if you haven't already and and check that out if if you just kind of need I mean this book I feel like is such a a I just dropped it. Did you hear it? <laughs> I feel like this book is such a good kind of like intro into the mindset and the like physical, like the, so the mindset and the behavioral shifts um, that, that really need to happen to get back to happy. And it's such a great book. You know, it's, it's broken up really well. And also there is so much space. Can you hear it? there's so much space for you to write in. There's a lot of question prompts. It's very reflective. And what I love so much is that um, even like my students that have gone through my program, have gone through Beat the Bad, have gotten this book after the fact, and it gave them so many new insights. Like it unlocked even more, um, which is such a cool thing. So I've had people do read the book before and even do the program and all of it adds value or vice versa. And so it's just one of those things that like it's because it's so reflective too um, and it's so simple. It's just a great book to kind of, yeah, to just get started with, um, to dive into. So I hope you get it. Again, you can grab that at www.simplyolly.com slash books. And you can also see all my other books there. Uh, But I hope you check that one out. So that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Oh, but I will remind, man, I gotta get my mouth together. I was just going to remind you to, if you liked this episode, if you found it helpful, um, you think somebody else would really benefit from it and it would help them, please share it with them. That would be just so appreciated. Um, You know, just trying to help the mental health of this planet. And you are part of that by, you know, sharing it with someone you, you think it could help. Also, if you haven't left a review, please go leave a review on iTunes. It means the world to me. And it also helps people find the podcast. So again, you're lending some support in that way as well. Um, But thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye. Hey there, before we totally wrap things up, I want to check in with you, my friend. If you've been wanting to break free from struggling with bipolar, anxiety, and or depression, but the meds and therapy route just isn't feeling like your jam, you are not the only one. I felt the same way when I used to live with the bad. Meds made life foggy and therapy didn't offer me the clear steps to getting better that I so desperately craved. So I spent nearly 10 years figuring out how to break free from mental illness in a way that allowed me to feel in control, empowered, happy, and thriving. Now it's my mission in life to help more people do the same. That's exactly why I created my signature program, Beat the Bad. This is an eight-week program where I teach you the exact steps to conquer bipolar anxiety and depression. Look, these are tried and true practical steps that my students love because they are easy to use in everyday life. It's helped Shelby find freedom from depression through self-love. It's helped Allison build confidence and break free from years of struggling with anxiety and depression. Jessica now breezes through fear, and Ashley can make anxiety take a back seat while she pursues the things that she's always wanted to do. Jody even turned her entire life around in just eight months after dealing with the bad for 15 years and trying all of the things with no success. 
seriously, this is the program I wish had existed when I was struggling so hard with bipolar anxiety and depression. So if you're determined to beat the bad, create the change you've been wanting for so long, and live a life where you're finally thriving, then I'm here to help you make it happen. Simply go to www.simplyali.com btb to learn more. You can find that link in the show notes, or you can send me a DM on Instagram at TheRealSimplyAli so that we can chat more about it. I can't wait to see you beat the bad.